Hey, it's Cole. Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. I'm here with Adam. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Adam. Um, today, let's talk about when to press on and when to pivot. What do you say? I'm into it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, um, you know, sometimes we find ourselves in this spot of wondering whether or not we should keep doing this thing or whether or not we should maybe try something else. And honestly, I've never once in my life had a conversation with someone about when to do that and when not to do it. Like yeah. it was specifically in that context. So sound like a good thing for us to talk about, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So we'll start. We got one, two, three, four, five things that we're going to talk about first. Press on when you're less than six months in and it's not working. Pivot when you've given it a great try for more than six months and it's not working and you're done with it. Because uh, honestly, too many of us give up way too soon. One of the things that I've learned is that things almost always take longer than I expect them to. I've gotten better at determining what my expectations should be regarding timelines uh, I find myself in relationship with a lot of people who are still journeying down that path. And so it's like working alongside of other artists or collaborating and they're like, yeah, yeah, we can just do this. And it's like, anytime somebody talks about just doing something or it's like, Hey, we need to do achieve this exercise. And they're like, not exercise at the gym, but like we need to make this thing. And it's like, yeah, 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 we'll just do this. Then we'll just do that. We'll just do that. And it's like, okay, rather than saying, I just need to do that and rattling off the thing, the things in a way that acknowledges from your point of view that it's actually going to be super easy. Let's write all these things down on a piece of paper and determine how much time they're actually going to take. And I think we miss that step a lot when it comes to our expectations related to how long it takes for us to even test whether or not something is worth our ongoing investment of time and energy. Yeah, and six months is not the hard and fast rule either because yeah, there are course. gonna be things that take so much longer than that to build. And there are gonna be things where maybe you know it's not for you right away. But definitely, if you find yourself struggling across that six month line and you cannot wait for it to happen, um, then yeah, maybe that isn't the project for you or you do need to pivot. But at the same time, six months in the scope of your art career is not a long time. So yeah. if you go, I'm going to try to be a painter for six months and if it doesn't work out, then I'll quit and I'll do something else. Yeah. Well, six months is not the time that it's going to take to build an art career. Yeah. So we're talking project series, you know, six months to work on your podcast or whatever it is and like build the habit and become someone who does that a lot. Do that for six months. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of the things, all five of these really relate to one another. There's really no one reason to pivot. Obviously, if you've done something for more than six months and it's not working, but there are other reasons that maybe we'll talk about or we won't talk about in this episode, you know, just doing something for six months and it not having traction is by no means a reason to not keep doing it. Um, so our next thing, press on when you just love doing it for the sake of doing it. That's a great reason to keep going after six months, even if a million people aren't listening to your song or you know subscribing to your fiction newsletter or whatever it is that you wanna do. So press on when you just love doing it for the sake of doing it. Pivot when you're just doing it because of inertia. It's easy to go through the motions and stay in the 
to give a metaphor, stay in the river we're already in. In fact, it's really hard to pivot. It's hard work to pivot. And a lot of times it's easy for us to just keep doing something because that's what we've been doing. Um, do you know what to portage is to, to do? It's something to do with wine tastings, I believe. <laughs> that I mean, you could taste wine while portaging. Okay. Uh, the, the act of portaging is when you, and I don't actually know if you can even use the word that way, but, uh, it's when you're in a body of water and you need to get to the next body of water and you need to pick the canoe up and carry it to the next body of water. Mm. That's what it means to portage. And that's by no means easy. In fact, it could be way harder than just continuing to stay in the boat and paddle. Um, so when you think about pivoting, I think, there's, there's obviously a vast difference between pivoting and giving up. Right. Yeah. So you give up, you just stop doing something and you maybe stumble into the abyss of nothingness. But to pivot is actually hard work because you're starting a new thing and all the work that you've invested into the last thing uh, is going to be maybe put aside and it's, it's hard work to pivot. Um, that being said, inertia is probably not a great reason to continue to give our lives to something. But if you just love doing it for the sake of doing it, keep going. Yeah. And I think that there is kind of a dichotomy here because it's possible to love two things at once and it's possible to love aspects of things. What's her name? Well, <laughs> to give, to give a brief example, I have a, uh, I guess friend of a friend who was a singer songwriter for years and years and years and was going under his own name and he eventually his taste in music kind of changed away from the stuff that he was working on so he got super into r&b and pop uh but you know his solo project he kept doing the thing that he felt like he was expected to do because of inertia and he's like four albums deep and then one day he finally had enough and decided you know what i'm going to switch genres and watching that change was actually incredible because he made so much progress as soon as he did that pivot hmm. into something that he actually decided to pivot into doing the thing that he loved now. Yeah. So I think that is kind of a twist on that concept because you can love what you're doing, but maybe if you're five years into something, your tastes are sort of pivoting into something that you're not doing, but you well, wish that you were. Funny you should mention that because the next one is press on when you're bored of the project. So if you're just bored of the project, keep going. Pivot when you're bored of the type of projects you've done several of. So that story you just told being a perfect example of that, this person had persisted and continued to press on in doing a specific type of music project. And then he decided he wanted to do another type. It's easy for us to quit in the middle of making an album, say. I mean, making an album is an, a massive undertaking that takes a lot of time. And there will be days when you're going to get bored in the midst of it. Uh, don't quit when you're bored of the project. Quit when you're bored of the type of pivot, when you're bored of the type of projects you've done several of. Yeah. I mean, that is for sure something that musicians can relate to. But I know that there's going to be all kinds of artists that relate to something like that. You know, if you're tired of, you know, let's say photography. I know a lot of photographers who kind of got bored of the limitations of like one frame at a time and actually got very deep into videography, which is a related field and it's a lot of the same equipment and everything. So even just something small like that can be a way to pivot into something more interesting to you. 
gosh. When you were saying that, I was just thinking about the when DSLR started doing video. Do you remember? Like, were you yeah. close enough to that industry that you remember like the first Canons coming out that were taking yeah. shooting video? I got the T2i because it shot video yeah um and the video was pretty good for back in the day yeah and then i remember the 5d yeah i got a 5d change the game yeah i still have a 5d mark I three too. actually i sure do uh, it's up in the closet and in my bedroom i've used it on a lot of our projects oh amazing um press on when you are doing it because it's the natural expression of your desire and talent Pivot when you're only doing it to prove something to yourself and others. I know that I've fallen into this trap of just doing something or taking on work because it's like, yeah, I think I could do that. Or, um, ha- you know, talking to friends who a lot of the reason they're doing the creative work that they're doing is because they're coming to the table trying to find value. I mean, I think this isn't just exclusive to artists. So many people try to find or derive value from doing work. But when we come to the table, when we come to our work not already valuing ourselves, there's no amount of work that we can ever do that will get us to a point where we value ourselves. Or there's no amount of work that we can ever do that's going to get people to truly respect us. Um, gosh, and in those situations where we're coming trying to like derive our value in our creative work, we also take the blows really personally. And we kind of are on this constant process of like, I got to do this because it's going to prove to myself in the world that I'm valuable. And then something like a blow comes and it's like, oh, this deep valley and we take it so personally. And so I would say get off the train of trying to prove stuff through our work, our value to ourselves or others, and do things that are a natural expression of who we are. Yeah, I got to say when I'm at a show... And I hear somebody say something like, this is dedicated to all the people who said I could never do anything. And I was, Uh, you know, no one believed in me and all that. And I'm just thinking like, this guy has parents that probably paid for his (laughs) piano lessons and the record label just gave him a million dollars to make this album. Like people believe in you, you know, why don't you dedicate it to like showing those people that their faith was placed correctly or even the fans that are there, like dedicate the show to the people who support you, even when it's hard. Like, yeah. You know, those kind of people that are just always looking for someone to prove that they could do it. Yeah. Like, oh, this is dedicated to my fifth grade teacher who said I wasn't going to be any, it couldn't be an artist. It's like, that guy doesn't care. He probably died by now. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, last one, press on when you think no one cares, but you still do pivot when you realize that your heart is in another place. It can be disheartening to do work that people don't respond to and i think every artist encounters that uh, at some point along the journey not everything that we make will be poignant or successful but if you love the work you're doing keep doing it like allow it to be that natural expression of your passion your desire the things that you care about Um, but also if you've moved on to another place that's okay allow yourself the freedom to pivot into something else um, whether that's a different art form or, you know, moving from the hard work of being a small business owner as an independent artist to going to work for somebody else. Like that is totally fine. There are so many times in my life where I think, gosh, if I had taken my creative talent and just sold it to someone else, I definitely would have made way more money in my life than continuing to do things that I started. 
Yeah, that's definitely been a thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's going to be times where you question whether or not you even want to be an artist anymore. Yeah. And there's going to be times where that decision gets harder and harder to parse for you. Yeah. Um, but I think if you can find these ways to pivot and these ways to make changes and to re-strategize that, you know, you can find yourself being happy, making fulfilling work and financially rewarded when you do make those good choices and you do pivot into ways that will ultimately lead you to being a full-time artist or to having that fulfilling career. Yep. Well, hopefully those things are helpful. And to me, at the end of all of this and so much of life in general, whether it's just daily life or being an artist, is giving yourself the freedom to release the expectations that you or other people have and the freedom and step into the freedom of just acknowledging where you are today, who you are today, and what that means for your creative world and your life as a whole. And I think that is actually a place that allows us to exhibit and experience joy in the process of doing work and joy in the process of life. So as always, thanks for hanging out with us and we will be back next week. We'll see you there. Bye.